Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. John Bishop. And I'm Lucas Southworth. And this is the Kachat. The only podcast brave enough to ask the question, what's up with cars? John, why don't you tell the lovely people what we are talking about today? Today is a very special episode in which I discuss the fact that I just for the first time watched Cars 3, which is kind of absurd because we've got ten ep- well, nine episodes into this podcast about cars. Oopsie daisy, but... I don't know. <laughs> I think it's fun. Honestly, it's probably better that I don't know all that much about cars if I'm talking about cars for this long, because it's easier to imagine things. Yeah, and it gives us some uh, free free episodes where we're like, oh, we've learned new stuff, so here we go. I think it's probably practical that we do uh, a rundown of our status on all the movies now, uh, on w- what we have and haven't seen. So I'll, I'll go first here. Uh, well, now we've both seen the original Cars trilogy. Wait, I've got something to add to this. All right, Go we'll say it. the movie. We'll say whether we have seen it. And we'll say if we've seen it any time recently. That's fair. Okay, so Cars. I have seen it. I have not seen it super recently, probably within the last year for this podcast. I have seen Cars as well. I don't think I've seen it for several years. That's fair. Uh, Cars 2, as you know from episode 5, I have now seen. And uh, John and I watched that together for the first, or for my first time watching it. It was very special. Uh, so also within the last year, I probably say uh cars three uh i have seen john has now seen both of us i I rewatched it for this very special episode uh so we've both seen it within the last week so that's pretty special and you watched that last half just a few hours ago yeah yeah i watched the first half and then my power went out and then we put off recording for a week and uh john texted and said hey does 3 30 work for you and i went oh shoot and I said, uh, how about five? And then I watched the last half of the movie. Yep. <laughs> that That is not the information that I knew. I just knew that you had watched it within the past few hours and that you had to delay it till five. I didn't know those were connected. They were, but uh, it's better that you know, maybe. I yep. don't know. Uh, planes, I have not seen. You have not seen Planes? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I have seen Planes I have not seen planes in maybe two years. Yeah, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I have not seen planes two, and I or sorry, planes two fire and rescue, and I don't believe you have either. Is that correct? I have not seen planes two fire and rescue, but I have seen very specific moments in that movie, very very many times. Oh yeah, me me too. Uh, that was also out while we were working together uh, at the movie theater. Yes, it was. Very, very unfortunate how many times we had to watch the end credits for these movies because, sure, they're nice, but also they're the same thing over and over and over again. And quaint isn't quaint the 107th time. That's true. Uh, I always tell people about, and I believe this is also your your example, uh, the end credits to Turbo that we've talked about. We've talked about Turbo a decent amount on this show, but I don't think we've ever talked about our experience with the end credits to Turbo. You know, strangely enough, Turbo's credits, I don't think they got old for me. Oh man, they did for me. Uh, you can either look up on YouTube uh, their, the ending song, or I can give you uh, just a one-line summary of it that is, Man, that snail is fast! Man! that snail is fast. And then it like sort of, you know, remixes it to the slightest degree, but 
the whole song the whole song is just man that snail is fast and that one gets a little old <laughs> apparently just for me though oh we, we forgot a very important piece of the car's canon though which is of course mater's tall tales to if we've seen them or not oh mater's tall tales i have seen the doctor one i have seen the ufo one i have seen i think the monster truck one yeah i i'm i'm in the same boat that i think i've seen like i don't know three or four of them all of which were several years ago yeah i i've seen i remember one specifically was called el matador which i thought was a very good pun and still do uh he was of course a matador and they were i don't remember what the bulls were that's gonna be fun to rewatch uh (laughs) i imagine some form of like tractor yeah some form of farm equipment since that are those are lesser beings we're off track uh we're we're very off track we haven't you know talked about cars three which is today's podcast topic all right so i think i would like to start with just going through my predictions and talking about whether or not they happened so my first prediction was death and mortality won't be featured as heavily as aging in general meaning like oh he could easily have died and another character has died from like at an early age because of this lightning his body gets like torn to shreds and mostly what they talk about is how he's feeling sad that he's old that's something i wanted to touch on that i guess i'll go ahead and mention his crash scene is like really graphic (laughs) like if you consider that happening of course he's a car so it's not the same but if you considered the level of detail that would be if it was like a human character being torn to shreds in a kid's movie his hands and feet exploded his hands body parts are going everywhere exploded i think he's on fire he's at least smoking very badly he's oh boy he's he's losing a lot of whatever comes out of his body he's also like missing so much skin i would have to assume I, i will say going into cars 3 that was one of my favorite uh things the internet was doing was just saying man lightning mcqueen just straight like dies in cars three like pour one out for lightning mcqueen he's dead yeah and they they made sure to like for some reason put a bunch of the budget into that scene because you can tell they animated it in it's... a different style so that it would be more realistic and gritty and that's oh it's beautiful a weird choice it's gorgeous yeah in a very macrobake <laughs> That's not how you say it. Macabre kind of way. No, a very macrame kind of way. Yeah. Very macaroni kind of way. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) But also that trailer, having Hurt with Johnny Cash, just, and his body being torn to shreds by pure speed and asphalt, that was so graphic and so sad. They and then they did not use hurt the Johnny Cash cover of Hurt for that trailer, did they? They used it for the Logan trailer. <laughs> oh, I understand my confusion. I uh, <laughs> they used it for Logan, and then so like since those movies were around the same time, I oh, think. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Someone uh, spliced the trailers together. Uh, I remember now. Yeah, they made it a black and white trailer of that scene. And put it to hurt, and it was just heart wrenching. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they could get away with that one. I don't know. They they get away with quite a quite a lot. I don't know, like ripping one of their characters' bodies to shreds in slow motion in like the first ten minutes of the movie. Too, it's awesome. Which makes me like slides right into my next prediction of lightning will be in great shape within six minutes of the crash. I was wrong. It was like two within two movie minutes of his crash. I'm pretty sure he's perfectly fine. It's a time skip. I get that. But like you spent all that money animating his body being torn to shreds and then he's just fine. Yeah. And like I get what like the, the psychological effects are still on him through the movie, I guess. And he still no, has- no, they're not. Let's not pretend that he is bothered by his near-death experience. No, he's sad that he's old, and that's it. That's, yeah. I think he has, like, a flashback to it in the simulator, 
But that's also maybe like 10 minutes later into the movie. And I think that's the last mention of the crash. So either way. And even that, I think it was mostly he was upset because the guy was in front of him in the simulator, which come on, man. Yeah. He's so bothered by being old that he doesn't care that he almost died. That is. All right. Definitely the the focus. You're absolutely right with that. Um, two for two. All right. Lightning will be rude to people because he is insecure. I think that one was almost a free space. Lightning's rude to everyone in all the movies. Sure, but in this one, he was weirdly not rude. And it very much bothered me. You know who was rude? Who's that? Cruz Ramirez. She was so mean to him. Yeah, I, I can... I've played football. I get that being like, come on, uh, insert random insult that makes you want to try harder. I get that. But she just kept digging into him and it clearly wasn't helping. And she just kept doing it. Oh, real quick. I always forget that we can't assume people have seen these movies. Cruz serves as his trainer throughout the movie uh, to get him back into shape because he's so cripplingly old. Yes, as she puts it many, many times. Yes, she, she, many I would say almost 50% of Cruz's lines are dedicated to her talking about how old Lightning McQueen is when he's like, he's not. He was a rookie like 10 years ago. I'm going to go ahead and say that one's true because, you know, it's true, but also not nearly as true as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, he's very mean to Cruz in like that one scene in Mac. And then other than that, he's pretty much fine. Ah, this, this prediction I was hoping for more than predicting. And it was Mater will be less important in this movie. He sure was. He's barely in it. Sure was. Compared to Cars 2, he's not in it. Compared to Cars 1, he's very small in comparison. There are a few bits where, like, Lightning calls him late in the movie, which will get to the weird phones and video chat services in this universe. But And, huh, race cars don't have phones. Why? Why? Why not? (laughs) That's a line that is said like three times in the movie and never in any way explained what it means. They have. They wouldn't have phones. They have so many things in that suit, but not a phone. I don't, I don't get it. I think, I think in the big climatic uh, uh, race scene at the end, he calls. Yeah. I just watched us. He calls Cruz as she's leaving dejected. It's like, I need you to get back here. And like, I don't know when he got a phone or if it was a sarcastic thing that they don't have. I don't know. It was a weird line that I didn't get at all. Huh. I think he was wearing a headset and he said to someone else, I need you to get her back here. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I'm i like, she gets a call on her weird AI Hamilton thing. Mm. Uh, and uh it's lightning talking directly to her so i i don't know i don't know i don't know what happened when he got a phone maybe that's his growth is he's like maybe race cars do need phones that that's his character growth yeah all right next prediction winning isn't important for some reason and this one was clearly right but also not right it was clearly right because Spoiler alert, in the end, he decides that he doesn't want to run the rest of the race because he wants to give Cruz her chance to run the race. And he he does that, and he sacrifices the win, air quotes around that, but then he just wins somehow because rules are weird. Yeah, I don't think in any universe. Uh, it, it was like a rules work around to the level of there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. Like it, it It says, it says 11 players. It doesn't say human players. Yeah. Like he just, they paint a 95 on cruise really quick and they're like, ah, it's, it's still number 95. So it, it, we can make a random substitution, which like, let me tell you, I know not a thing about NASCAR, so maybe you can make driver substitutions. That sounds wrong. But can you make but car like, substitutions? Yeah, that that's it. You you can't. <laughs> well, they would be doing that every pit stop if that was the case. Yeah, it would just be you park and someone else goes, <sighs> which would defeat 
so so much of the purpose. Imagine if like someone was running a marathon and halfway through someone else started running the rest of their marathon. No. Yeah. Th- that doesn't make any sense. All right. Next prediction, young people in general are ignorant jerks. I mean, hmm. Not all of them, but honestly, can you th- can you think of one who wasn't a jerk, who wasn't just one of the three guys who was like who were being trained by Cruz? Yeah, they were all because all of the new racers and even Cruz for a lot of the movie. Yeah, she she kind of takes on this. I don't understand why we need to do the things the old fashioned way. We've got all this technology. We can train you on treadmills and uh, the simulator. We don't need to be going out on the beach, which like, honestly, she has a point. Uh, but yeah, we don't need to be training your old, decrepit body the only way it's used to, sir. Yeah. But also, how's that relevant? It's sand. I get dirt. You could end up on like some greenery in the race. I get that. Not sand. Yeah, that's just a, a weird line. The movie like tiptoes because they want to make it about passing things off to the next generation, but they also just paint the next generation really poorly. Yeah, which is a thing that most things about aging tend to do. It's very rare that it's like, oh, yeah, kids are just great, except for kids next door. Oh, yeah, it's the opposite with kids next door. Uh, But I don't know. It's it comes off almost disingenuous to make a kid's movie. It's a movie for children. It's for children. And then you're just like, ah, look at these old people. Don't you want to see the problems an aging Lightning McQueen has? Aren't Isn't this relatable to you, the youth? Like that's, I have a theory. That's a little weird. I have a theory. I would love to hear it. A lot of kids' movies like to throw in adult jokes so that the adults in the audience will not regret going to see it i think that this is a kids movie made for grandparents they want to take their grandkids to see a movie so they're going to take them to see that cars movie they've heard so much about and it's designed to make their grandparents feel happier about just themselves yeah and like it it there are kids definitely who just like watch the same movie on repeat so i guess if your grandkid had happens to choose uh, Cars 3 for that, you get at least something from it. But I don't know. It's just... And th- to their credit, there's one moment after Cruz wins the race, uh, the, like, next-gen racers uh, who have been, like, taking over and pushing out all the old ones, uh, a few of them roll up to her and like, hey, great job, Cruz. Yeah, and like, oh, you really rocked it. And they, like, rip her in a similar way you see the older ones do to Lightning at the beginning of the movie. So it's implied yeah. that they're not like terrible and maybe Lightning just had a genuine disconnect with people he didn't have much in common with. But like, that's not enough to repair the how poorly they they spoke of Lightning McQueen the whole movie, how poorly they treated the rest of them. And like, that that's less of something on a character level and more of like, I don't know, the writers made them crappy because they don't want, they, they wanted to make, out the kids as being crappy when they take over the working world, I guess. I don't know. Something real weird and uncomfortable. Sure. Is that this movie, I wouldn't even say it tiptoes on the line. It just walks over it and doesn't seem to notice this. But it's a movie that features like eugenics and it never says anything actually bad about them. Like, please expand on this point, John. There is a a better breed of people. Okay, yeah. The the young people, they're not better because they're young. They're better because not only are they young, but they're actually physically better. They're more capable. Their bodies are stronger and faster, and they're probably more intelligent just based on the fact that they're used to all of this strange newfangled technology. And they receive all of these perks and bonuses and privileges. They were they were designed to be better. And this movie in no way like talks about how that's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like 
like th- th- there's this scene with this like statist- statistician who's in it and has a really weird part, but she goes over uh, like how Jackson is physically better. And like they, all these things flash up on the screen, like optimized drivetrain and aerodynamic profile and hydroform chassis. Is it chassis? 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 Yeah. Man, I can't pronounce words today. Uh, and carbon ceramic brakes. And like, it's very, very explicitly, not just their their training that the movie says makes them better. It's just they're built better, which is a very strange message. It it does mention that part of it's due to their training. It's their ability to maintain the line. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a part of it. But like, it's not but also just they're that. physically superior. And the movie never really talks about that. And that's messed up. Yeah, it has like a sort of message about privilege in it that I'll touch on later when I, I get so we talk about our just general like, is it a good movie or not? But that's like the most of it, really. Let's let's move on to my next uh, my next prediction. Sure. Old people spread only wisdom and education. They educate the young people on social injustices. I mean, yeah, just yeah. Yeah, that's that's sort of the line they take. Like, Cruz definitely experiences some sexism in the movie, and she's very aware of, like, the character... I'm going to say Louise Barnstormer is the character's name, and I think that's actually correct. Uh, but she's the one who, uh, like, broke the, the glass ceiling in racing, and it's like, oh, you're Louise Barnstormer. You did so much for the world of racing for women. So like she knows of sexism, but like, I don't know. It's definitely the old people are the ones who are like, ah, here's what social justice is children, which, you know, that's how the world works. Even more unfortunate. Her character is this character who broke through the glass ceiling by taking her own number, whatever that means. But also they then like kind of undercut it a bit by saying, also, she was in love with Doc, and he didn't like her because he didn't like fast women, which, okay, yeah. that's messed up. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was like a weird, like double entendre, like if it was like he doesn't like fast women, like in our definition like, of it. For sure, like... for sure. The way it was said, the words that were said, everything about it was designed to make you know that they're making... Uh, a slut shaming joke and that's just messed up yeah it's both that and then if you take it on a more literal level of like doc didn't like fast women being like good racers so he didn't like strong women who challenged him that's as bad if not worse (laughs) absolutely if if best case scenario they did not mean it as slut shaming then still messed up dude yeah and And, like she was laughing about it and everyone was laughing about it. And it's really uncomfortable when you think about it because you think about like the friends that we have currently, like our younger friends, that would be a terrible thing that no one would really laugh at because that's bad. Why would you say that? But then you realize that like older people are more likely to actually laugh about that sort of thing because that's how they were raised to just think, oh, this is how it is. Ha ha. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who thought it was such a great idea to include that line, especially when like this whole movie, Doc Hudson, who died in between cars one and two is like put up on a pedestal, like to the point that he's like a saint. He is like framed as like the entire reason Lightning McQueen is good at racing when not only that, but also the basis for the rest of his life. Yeah, 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 yeah. He changes his careers because of him. And then they're like, eh, either he doesn't like slutty women or women who challenge him. Maybe both. We love Doc, right? Probably both. Don't we just love that guy? Oh, boy. So that was weird. But yeah, old people spread only wisdom and educate young people in social injustices. I guess it's not entirely true because they also spread sadness. Yeah. But I'm going to count that as right. Sure, the not? rich guy is probably evil. All right. He is he is a jerk. He is motivated by money and I would call him a fake fan. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go evil, but like he's definitely a 
he's framed as a bad guy. He's not framed as evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's framed as like big corporate person. Like ah, uh, he's rich and bad, mm. and like which. Let me tell you, I can get behind that kind of message, but that's like his entire character. Yeah. All right. Lightning learns to pass on his role, even though he's shown as still being great. I I nailed that one. I nailed that one. Yeah. Uh, like still being great. Like he could have won the race is basically what you're saying without uh, having Cruz finish it for him. Yes. I like as still being great as in he's still completely capable of being number one, at least top 10 racers. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't really understand. Is like they're talking about, ah, oh, Lightning, you're not winning anymore. And like, he wasn't winning, but he was getting like top 10. So why would you cut him when like there are 40 cars he's doing better than? I think it's just one of those things where he's got a contract to where you have to pay him a certain amount, and that amount is being paid for someone who is going to somewhat consistently come in first place. Okay, I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, renegotiate his contract, you know, don't kick him out. I mean, this is... He's still like one of the greatest racers in the world, just not the greatest anymore. It was weird. He was doing better than a lot of the next generation ones. I mean, we all know that uh, negotiations are great things to include in kids' movies, as shown by Star Wars. I, John, I would. I am not joking. I would have lost my mind. I would have loved it if in this movie there was like a 10-minute Lightning McQueen, Sterling whatever his name was, contract renegotiation scene with his lawyers. And what Sally is his lawyer, so she'd be there. I think it would have been incredible. That would have been phenomenal. And for us. you and I would have loved it like crazy. But I think there are like yeah. three people in the world that that would have just been amazing for. And two of them are us. Yeah, that's fair. The other is Lightning McQueen. Absolutely. Pour one out. Uh, what? Why pour one bad. out? Why I don't know why. That? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he posted like last week. He's fine. <laughs> I don't want to spread <laughs> that Lightning McQueen has passed from our world or anything. He's fine. We're talking about the blog post guy. I, I we got to make I've got to make that pronunciation more clear. Yeah, from last episode, not yeah. you know, car. All right, let's move on to the next one. Something terrible happens in the background, and no one seems to notice or care. All right, I said background, but I think it counts because. In, is it the big final race? I think it's the big final race. There's like a 10 car pile up. There is, yeah. If no one died like, from uh, that. Like to the same level that Lightning almost ended his career from. Lightning almost died and he was one person. This is like a 10 car pile up. And and that, the no, no mention of it. It's just like, oh, yeah. it happens. There's an ambulance, I think, and then that's it. Yeah, it gets lightning ten places ahead, so it has plot importance, I guess. But shows his training paying off. I think. I think but. that counts as no one seems to notice or care. No, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely give you that one. Okay, lightning talks about Doc specifically when he's coming to terms with aging. I did not know they would talk about Doc nearly as much as they did, but. Apparently, Doc was the main plot point, so I was right, but I was I was definitely undershooting that guess. Yeah, I really like how Doc died in between one and two, but they waited till three to really dive into it. All right. I said driving backwards is somehow an important lesson that lightning teaches. What I should have said is that the few ways that he learns to drive in Cars 1 that somehow help him, he passes on. I said specifically driving backwards, and I think that one is, like, the least used. So that's that's my worst prediction so far, I think. Yeah, drifting is a heavy, heavy component of this movie. Like Turn right to go left, definitely big. Yeah. And I... I definitely had the intention of, like, he passes on his lessons, 
but I specifically said driving backwards, so I'm not going to give that to myself. Sucker. All right. Lightning or some other character, lightning and or some other characters get several paint jobs that would make great toys. Spot on. Absolutely. So many characters. Yes. Like specifically lightning, I think has four, five different looks in this movie. And then Cruz herself has like four, I think. She has her normal, she gets a spray paint at 40, like a something on her, and then she gets a more complicated spray paint job. And then, like, her, she's part of Team Dynaco, and this is her look. So, yeah, they made sure to be able to make like eight different toys of just their main characters. Now, this one I got, I think, completely wrong because I didn't notice. This one. is my favorite of your predictions. Small reference, like, there's a small reference. To Mater being a spy. No. Nope. Nothing. Nothing at all. You could have put small reference that Cars 2 existed, and you still would have gotten it wrong. I don't know. I think Doc Hudson died specifically, like, his death was canonical because of Cars 2. But, like, he didn't die in Cars 2. True. They're, they're, like, Mater is just like, oh, it's sad that. Uh, Doc died and like so it still happened in between movies so you could have just skipped from one to three and they'd be like yeah Doc's dead yeah. and you'd be like and you'd be at the same place you were at the beginning of Cars 2 very true or the end I guess. I'm just sad that 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 one is completely wrong yeah they just ignore that Cars 2 exists at all there is absolutely there's no like oh remember when we went to Europe or even like a character in the background. Like I could be, we, we, we don't have like the best eagle eyes in the world. So we could be missing some tiny, tiny, tiny cameo or Easter egg. And if we are, please let us know. Oh yeah. We'd love to know, but like they don't make any like overt reference that cars Two is a movie Yeah. in cars three. All right. Uh, I think it's time for a very fun fact. It's not oh, very fun. I was wondering. It's a little bit fun. I was wondering. Fun fact of the day, Cars 3's budget was 175 million US dollars. That's a lot of money. That could be our, not, our very not fun fact. Honestly, I was considering like it. I was considering Like, it's a solid movie. So, and like, that's not, you know, the upper bounds of movie budgets by any stretch of the imagination, but... True, but you could feed a nation with that. Uh, but like, that's... That's any movie, really. Do you have a, a very not fun fact? Uh, very not fun fact. It's not that very not fun. But uh, the battery in a key fob is only supposed to last uh, about three to four years. So so that's unfortunate because my key fob's like 10 years old. Oh, yeah, that is. That's, you know, somehow I expected it to have something to do with Cars 3, but... Having to do with cars is also good. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, by all means, it's your segment, so I'm not going I'm not going to uh pretend like I could do better. I don't come up with any facts. I just try and make sure it's about cars and it can be either of them. Nice. Cars, but sometimes those cars. Hey, there we go. That's a deep cut. Alright. Uh Let's let's go on to our both of our notes. Um, all right, the youngsters will tell you that was just a real sad line, real sad line. the The quote was something along the lines, "How how do you know when it's time to retire?" And the response is, "The youngsters will tell you," and that's that's sad. But also, it references age, which is a thing we've talked about. Yeah, and like this entire movie establishes that people do grow old. Yeah, it's like, which, you know, being the person who had seen Cars 3 when we recorded our aging episode, I probably should have been like, no, age is definitely, definitely a thing. But yeah, uh, also, I don't know. I thought it was just a a good line, a good way to think about things. Yeah, it doesn't have to be sad. I mean, it was definitely delivered in a sad way because. Oh, yeah, he was like almost crying. The line isn't. Oh, the the youth will take over. It's, oh, you won't have a choice. All right. Uh, my next note is names, daddy. 
So if you're listening to this podcast, please email us or message us somehow and tell me what I meant by that, because I don't know. Yeah, I actually have access to your list of notes here, and I really enjoy how you've chosen to make all of them, almost all of them, just one to three words long. Yeah, that was my goal. I wanted to make it super, super short. And uh, sometimes it's difficult to remember when we talked about Sometimes it's names, daddy. Maybe it's not names, daddy. Maybe it's names, daddy. Like his name is daddy. Yeah, but I feel like that's it. Yeah, I don't think we can talk about names, daddy too much longer. What are some of your notes, Monsieur? My first note is just Chick Hicks still sucks. <laughs> no, the, they, he sucks much worse. Yeah, they, they were consistent with his character of just being like the worst person in the world. Because he's like this like racing TV show, mm-hmm. just uh, hanging all his laurels on when he won the Piston Cup in Cars 1. Because Lightning McQueen decided to go back and help out the blue car who I think is named the King. Yeah. And like, I I just enjoy the idea of like, everyone saw this incredible act of sportsmanship by lightning McQueen cars one. So they all know the story of how chick Hicks won the, the fist and cup and are like, yeah, he was kind of like in the wrong in winning that. And he's still like, yeah, I'm a piston cup champion, which I'm not saying it's like a, like a, bad plot point i think it's excellent characterization from the first movie that he would do that uh there was a line that was just uh yeah i'm hanging up my light years which is apparently what their equivalent of good years uh for their tires which i just thought was a strange line like you still need your tires mr car you can't yeah but you don't need light years it's like i'm hanging up my racing shoes you still wear shoes, just not your racing shoes. Does that imply that like there are different levels of comfort? Because I would just think you just keep the whatever tires you have on if they're not. Uh, well, they definitely like explored that these are viewed as objects rather than part of the body for some reason. Because yeah. like they specifically were like, oh, you have to become one with your tires. They're not just objects, which means everyone in that universe accepts that they actually are just ob- objects. So there's that. So yeah. I think they're just they're just like shoes. Okay, well that's fair. Uh, the next one though, I think is very interesting and has some interesting implications. Is as lightning in like the first race is exerting himself really hard trying to catch up to Jackson Storm, who, if we haven't said his name yet, is like the main antagonist of this film. We have not. Uh, I said the big baddie because I had forgotten it. Jackson Storm. It's like lightning, but different. Uh, Lightning's trying to catch up to him, and you see him start to breathe heavier. And like he there are several scenes where he's out of breath after like racing around. So like, I guess breathing and physical exertion are things that take a toll on the cars in the universe yeah yeah i just thought that was a really it's real weird interesting implication and like they do tie it to his age a little bit like it like the races take more out of him and the training takes more out of him and i don't know exactly what that fully implies in this universe but it's there and we should talk about it at some point yeah they can smell the cars can smell they they have a sense of smell because Sally says after he's been like cooped up after the crash for a month in Doc's old garage, oh man, it stinks in here. I'm going to call you Stinky instead of Stickers, which was a terrible joke. Didn't and land at all. Kept for me. doing it. Yeah, she calls him Stinky like a bunch, which I guess would be maybe funny for children because this is a children's movie. But they definitely can smell, which I don't know from where. They don't have noses, they have mouths. Yeah. So maybe they can like taste, smell, like how smell is an important part of taste. Maybe taste is smell. I don't know. Who knows, man? Who knows? That one got me in a thought spiral. All right. I'm going to I'm going to rush through a bunch of them. Go for it. I rush through all of my less important ones real quick. 4 months. It takes him 4 months to get back into racing shape. That's absurd. He he was a That's no time at all. You're right. Uh 
if elevators, the elevators, why, why elevators? Come on. The, the, the weight limit is under a car for most elevators. All right. Balding there, there is clearly a toupee on one of the cars. And also there's a scene in which it looks like lightning McQueen has a bald spot. Yeah. I want to touch on the toupee just real quick. Because it looks like it's just grass on his head. I'm pretty sure it's just grass on this car's head to be a toupee. But none of the other cars have hair. So why would you need a toupee? He doesn't need a toupee because they don't have hair. So why? I get that it's a funny character design to be like, this car has a toupee, it's bald or something. But if none of the other ones have hair, it doesn't make any sense. Why would he, why would he even think to put grass on his head to look like hair? That one yeah, made I... me angry. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. Sorry, I yelled uh, a little there. No, that's that's fair. Um, Flabby, they they call him Flabby. They don't have Flab. They don't have anything that could be Flab. Don't know what that means. Uh, TV, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Oil, I don't know what that means. Uh, tires are individuals. You name your tires. So if they are body parts, it's like naming, I don't know, like some people name their breasts, the left and the right one. So I guess that's similar to the tires. Uh, and like racing is the reward. No, I want to talk about that one later. That's good. I, I Actually, I want to get back to the tire scene just really quick. Mm-hmm. Like not only is she like, name your tires, get in touch with them, but she like tricks him. She like puts him up and then has someone remove his tires forcibly without telling him as if that's not the most horrific thing that happens in the movie. It's, it's and, messed up. And he's just like there on like the lift, unable to get off in any way. At least they didn't explode. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was, it was that that scene was much more horrific than I think they intended for just leaving him stuck without any way to put his tires back on himself. Yeah. It, and also just the sheer amount of times he just loses his ability to move or someone loses their ability to move kind of freaks me out. Yeah, like I, I, uh, it's like they put him in a straight jacket or chained him down. Yeah. And it was like a cool, funny little bit in his training montage yeah. is you're going to stay here restrained until you respect your tires or whatever. <laughs> what are you talking about, Cruz? But whatever. Please don't hurt me, Cruz. Yes. All right. So rich there, there's a rich man who buys a lot of stuff and there, there are two billionaires in this. I'm pretty sure maybe millionaires. I think they're billionaires. That money is a thing, but I never see any money or any transactions. I don't get it. Uh, Yeah. yeah, There was a bit where Cruz said, I've saved all my pennies for whatever. So like, it's also our currency, so it works the same, but I don't know. Is it just stored on your weird Hamilton AI thing? She has a AI that lives in her named Hamilton, and it's never touched on ever. It's Bitcar. It's just there. It's all Bitcar. Uh, life's a beach and then you drive? Come on. <laughs> Come on, Cars 3. That's just a line. Is life's a beach and then you drive. So that that was pretty good. I Which, liked it. You say that, but like also that's the opposite of what it is. You don't drive. It's a, it's you die. You you yeah. stop driving. Yeah, it's like literally the exact opposite of what the original phrase means. But they say it with like, the same intent of the original phrase. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, stop sign. Is that like an appendage for the bus? Oh, her weird like uh, razor claw that can she can shoot at people? Yeah. What, what what was that show? The the robots that fought each other. Uh, Battlebots. Battlebot. It was like something from Battlebots. She just had a stop sign cut into a. <laughs> sorry, nah. There's one uh, into a circular <laughs> saw that she went to. I don't know. Murder lightning with in this uh, uh, demolition derby scene where there's a school bus. Which, that's its own can of worms. Yeah. My next note, school? No, they could have just had her be a school bus. They could have... She is a school bus, but she mentions being from a district. I think I wrote the specific district down. Yeah, 
Lower Belleville County Unified Unified School District. So like they, they if they had just had a school bus as a character, like that would have raised some questions, but I would have been willing to suspend some amount of disbelief. Let's be honest, I'm not the whole point of the show is that we don't suspend any disbelief while watching and talking about cars. Uh but like it would have at least been justifiable, but then she's like, No, I work for the school district. Or I'm from it, at least. Yeah, I don't... What is her... Is yeah. she, I wonder if she's just like, I don't know, a teacher at the school. And the I fact that she's a... a driver. I think it's the, your soul remains in the vehicle you died in theory. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. What would her... Perp, why would she... Why would they need buses? Then they're I not don't... bigger. They can't fit in the buses. Oh, they can't fit in the buses. <laughs> uh, Pain Mac, because like he opens the thing and it grinds again. And why? Why would he do that to Mac? Does it hurt him? I imagine it would. Oh yeah, like his his back ramp opens while he's still moving, and it sparks, and he goes ah, like you know, I don't know. That was that was that was a weird bit. I want to throw in one of my own here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like not a weird thing, but. Uh, Guido, the little forklift pit, pit stop car, when he talks, he motions his little forklifts yeah. in a stereotypical, like, Italian, uh, Italian uh, hand hand gestures way, which is not like, like, a, oh, what are the implications of that? It's just, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty good little visual gag, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Uh, retire? Haha. <laughs> Oh, at at the at the hotel, or I think, where was that? I think so. Yeah, something along the lines of there's just a pun where they say retire. Oh, speaking of puns, they they pass a sign and it says like blah blah, blah miles till no- Knoxville, but it's mm-hmm. spelled K N O C K S V I L L E. So like knock, like you knock on a door. Okay, which. I don't. Do you see the car pun there? Yes, the, but it's very bad. The vehicle pun? I, I don't. I don't see it. Your engine can knock, which oh. means your engine's like dying. Well, that's it's like a reach. Deathville, or heart attack, Berg. Like I don't know. They have a a town in it called Thomasville, so they don't all have to be car names. <laughs> Why would you make? just leave knoxville alone don't have it that's yeah like if i i didn't get the car pun the children aren't going to i don't know there's some kids that are really into cars yeah uh mater's left headlight is just missing has it oh. always been i don't know but i noticed that it wasn't there which means okay so i'm pretty sure i've heard either larry the cable guy or mater say at some point give my left nut which which apparently he has because that's what the headlights are to us he gave his left nut for something okay well that's information i don't know what to do with johnny yep uh tape lightning tapes the trophy back together i don't know how he does it i don't know why there's tape i don't know how the tape works i don't know how any of that works yeah, but with the tape, I guess, like, there's one scene where they're inside Mac, uh, and Luigi and Guido have, for whatever reason, gone on this journey with Lightning and Cruz, mm-hmm. uh, and they, like, they show that they close off a part of Mac to, like, get away from an argument they're having, so I guess Guido could have done it, because he has his, he he could do it better than Lightning, at the very least, but, like, also you see that little scene and there are so many scenes inside Mac where it's just lightning and Cruz talking or yelling or just hanging out. And you just get to assume that Luigi and Guido are just like in another part of Mac, just hanging out. Yeah. Which reframes a lot of the scenes. Yeah. Also the weird subservient forklift class. There are more examples in this movie. Just so many. Oh, there are a ton. So many. There were some at that bar playing instruments. There There was was one one playing an electric bass, John. There was one singing. And like, what does having forklift hands help with singing? 
Why? I, I don't know, but like... It's like if they want to show someone's <laughs> job and it's not race car, their job is they're a forklift who does things. Uh, yeah. Glory Days? Oh, they did sing the song Glory Days. Oh, yeah. That that was the song that that band was playing. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. They did a weird cover of Glory Days where a forklift plays the electric, b- both the electric guitar and the steel guitar. Yeah. And the drums, but that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, then it's got Fast Women, which we've talked about. 50 years? Uh, it's... Yeah, I, that's... Uh, Smokey says, that guy didn't talk to me for 50 years. And then suddenly you get a letter and it's about you, so... Ah, uh, yeah, that's... That's such a long time. And also, you start sending mail after 50 years and that's... It's just about this kid? That's weird. Hearing loss. That would also be sad. Yeah, keep going. The... There's just hearing loss in this movie. Yes, Smokey, Smokey says, oh, are you too old? You can't hear me? Yeah. And like, so that's a thing that happens to old cars is they stop being able to hear. Yep. For mechanical reasons, <laughs> I guess. All right. Uh, let's get my last few that aren't like somewhat big. Arthritis, drafting, anchor, uh, instinct, <laughs> spoiler. Headlights. All those things. <laughs> those are words you wrote down at some point late in the movie Cars 3. Arthritis? She says... One of the characters says something about arthritis, which... Cars don't have joints like humans. So that that's weird. Yeah. Alright. I've got a few big ones. I've got racing as the reward. Have I mentioned on the horn... Uh, no. I think that was a reference to the phone calls they kept doing. Yeah, someone just says on the horn, which really bothers me because there are phones and they have horns because they're cars, but, like, they're not connected in any way. So, like, why would you say on the horn? I don't know. All right. Do you have any uh, important ones you want to get through? Uh. I've got a few. I had a lot of the same ones you did. Like, I had House of Lightning tape up the trophy and, uh, let's see. Oh, there there was permanent damage to one of the cars in uh in the demolition derby. He was like limping along like oh, before yeah. it mean, happened. His, his curved spine. Yeah, so like what what's the healthcare situation like in this universe, you know? Could Yeah. Is do you think it was just like he got injured and couldn't afford to be fixed cuz like Almost that's certainly. you know very accurate to our world, of course, but and real sad. Very, very sad. And then a car hits him, fixes his spine for a few seconds, and he's so happy, and then he gets his spine broken again. Oh, I think they even twist it to the other side this time. His uh, his back goes the other way. Well, you gotta balance him out. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, man. Uh, Only other one is when they teach him drafting, uh, they say... You got to stick to them like two June bugs, which I don't know. That's yeah. just another example of there being bugs in the universe. But are they car bugs? Who knows? There were bugs that were just like thrown onto a car at one point. That was also very strange. Yeah. Yeah. And he kept yeah. his eyes open and was proud of it. Yeah, and was and the, fine. Yeah. That was part of training, apparently, is you get shot in the face with bugs. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess is good for them to have the experience of. All right, like so. Racing is the reward. I loved that message in general. It's a positive message of you have to love what you're doing because Lightning's goal wasn't to win; it was to make sure he could keep racing, and that's that's beautiful. I like, yeah. That. The only reason winning becomes his re- the his goal is because if he doesn't win, then he can't race anymore, and it's. It's it's very genuine that he just wants to do what he loves, but he finds a new way to do what he loves and passes it on to Cruz Ramirez. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Like getting into the movie being good or not, I thought it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> I thought it was a great movie. Like it's not top 10 movies, but I could see myself watching it again and not being unhappy. Yeah, like Cars, I'd say it's probably the, the highlight of the Cars trilogy for me, almost. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. At least it's like at similar quality to Cars 1. I'd say it's almost certainly better. D- 
definitely better than Numero Doto, but... Uh, Alright. That's some good messages. I've got, like, three that are all about body. One of them is... There's a commercial, I think, about, like, cars getting leaky after 100,000 miles, and, like, it really shows that, like, they consider how far you have gone to be your age. So that's interesting. That is interesting. I didn't catch that. That's, huh. So I guess you could just, maybe that's why the, the Model T is, is stayed so young, or stayed alive, is she seems to just sort of sit in her shop all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's that's another one. It's instinct. Cars have instinct? That's, okay. And also it helps dodge trees? I, I think that's just like, that, that that one makes sense to me. I don't know. They they have human-like brains at the very least, or human-like uh, thought processes. So yeah, you know, they have instinct is not I, too strange to me. I can't dodge trees though. Well, yeah, but you can't also you also can't move at two hundred miles per hour. True, true. But I imagine that would only make it more difficult. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, muffler removal. That was very strange. <laughs> They just cut off her muffler and she's fine? She's just louder? What? I will be the first to say, I don't really know what mufflers do. Do they... It dampens the sound. Is that, like, all they do? Also, I think, like, catches... Like, it filters the exhaust, I think. I mean, I can... I guess she'd be fine. Getting rid of your muffler is a thing that a lot of people do if they want to be, like, obnoxious racers. Yeah, that, that, that's what I, I figured. But like, also, it is shown that Mac felt pain earlier in the movie. So why? And that was on his like backpack part. So he could feel his backpack part. And I'm assuming she had like, I guess her appendix taken out. So that's weird. That's but weird. With it no anesthesia, like, just like a blowtorch, cut, cut it off. And she's like, yeah, this is fine. And it just fell to the ground. With and that no was just that. Pain is inconsistent. Be more consistent. So yep. we can make theories about it. Uh, my last body one is Look Nothing Like Me, which you've mentioned. It's oh, just yeah. a really a really sad moment where she's talking about just forms of privilege. And yeah. I really like how this movie handled it. Yeah, like, I, I, I think they really stumble on their messaging for, like, passing... Uh, on like things to the next generation like they sort of get there at the end with lightning finding like new joy and being a teacher and mentor or whatnot but like i think they they hit the their themes of like privilege pretty solidly like like that in that scene uh cruz is like yeah i train i wanted to be a racer my whole life and i got to my first race and i looked around and uh, when everyone started their engines, they looked nothing like me and stuff like that. Uh, but the line that really hit for me was, she says, uh, when you went lightning, when you went to your first race, how did you know that you could do it? And he says, I guess I never thought that I couldn't. Uh, and mm. sh- she says, that sounds really nice, which is also like a message on self doubt, I think. But like, I think it pretty explicitly is about like lightning was more privileged than her. Yeah, the world told him he is a race car. And that's that's kind of a big deal in this in the actual world. They're just society tells you what you can and can't be and so many people are told the things they can't be and there's so many things they're told they can't be that it's just ridiculous. Yeah, so I I that's that's actually like a really big thumbs up for me for this movie is I I think that was a really powerful nice scene and like Cruz overcoming that and winning the race at the end even though she's still being mocked by Jack like during the race Jackson's like you don't belong here you don't look look, does anyone else look like you and like I don't know I I thought it was really powerful for Cars 3 referenced her being small which was interesting because it was yes she's she looks different and a part of that was like the idea of a lot of people say, well, women can't be in certain sports because they're too small for it and they can't handle it like that, like football and all that. And uh, her size did not hinder her. Yeah, but I guess I don't remember if we did this when I watched Cars 2, but I'm going to make it a thing. 
when we watch movies is uh i guess like out of 10 what would you give you give the movie on your first watch i'm gonna give this movie hold hold on for like the rest of it i'm gonna give it four out of six cylinders okay that's pretty good that was a, that was a good little car joke you did there i liked it yeah <laughs> oh boy I feel like, like so much of making this podcast is us pat, like patting ourselves on the back for very, very simple puns. We're pretty okay at it. We are definitely okay. Where do you put this movie? Uh, as like just a movie, like a, a, for like a kid's movie, I'd say it's pretty solid, like an eight out of 10. Eight out of like, 10. Like compared to other Pixar movies, which like you kind of have to do, especially with cars. Uh, I'd give it more like a six or a seven just compared to like their usual quality. Mm-hmm. Cause like I enjoy, I, I genuinely enjoy these movies. I, I don't want it to be like we bash on these movies for being bad, but like, I don't know. They're definitely like the weaker, like maybe the weakest movies in Pixar, but they're the best at selling toys. Gosh, they sure are. They make so much money off cars. <laughs> So like I'm not I'm not judging them for a second for all right shelling them out especially because that gives us job security. All right. So what's your what's your official cars rating for? Oh, I got it. Uh, you got to do well, two. How many cylinders? Oh, for cylinders. Yep. Okay. Uh, is that is that four? Four or is and a half. Four and a half cylinder. You can't have half a cylinder. Four and a half. That, I'm gonna say that's five. I'm saying Fine. I'm saying four because I think it's above average. Like it's on the positive side of the middle. That's fair. I, I think it'd be more around four, but I want to give it four and a half. And you can't take that away from me. This is a democracy we live in. I am a red blooded American. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> um, hey, do you want to talk about anything else vis-a-vis Cars 3? Uh, how, about, how about the fact that there was just like blatantly moonshine. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about that. You're absolutely right. I can't believe there, we missed that in our notes. Yeah, the wisdom spreading, social injustice pointing out heroes of this story also were just blatantly criminals who were moonshiners, and I don't know what the moonshine yeah, was. So- was the moonshine booze or was the moonshine like some form of oil or just some illegal substance? Which brings us to a question from Liz. I see why you made sure we talked about moonshine. Yep. Uh, good catch. Uh, uh, this week, our question from Liz is just, they go to a bar in one of the scenes. What do they drink at it? Which of course relates directly to the moonshine but like in the movie i remember smoky specifically says oh you didn't just come here for a quart of oil did you so like the answer is they're drinking oil i guess but then what is moonshine and why are there bars well what so is there is there alcoholic oil because i would be down with that that would be really weird and interesting yeah i just it's so weird and also what what's a moonshine what how are they moonshiners they're they're race cars more importantly how do they transport it yeah and like if they're race cars then they have a source of income and like i know we're living in a gig economy or whatever but like they clearly do the illegal activity for fun yeah I don't know. I, Who knows? And that brings up a whole thing on like drunk driving, which I think we've touched on, like especially in our food episode. But like, have we seen a drunk character? I don't think we have, but clearly alcohol exists if moonshine exists. Because like, what else would illegal? Uh, it was clearly illegal, whatever moonshine in this universe was. So I gotta assume it was alcohol. What if moonshine is like Nas? Oh, oh, I could get behind that. I could too. But then again, Nas would be steroids. It would be steroids. Yeah, I think moonshine's just alcoholic beverage, whether it be oil or gasoline or some other thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we have run longer than we usually do for this episode. 
or have we through the magic of editing? Nobody knows yet, but probably we've got over Probably. <laughs> it's a very special episode. Yeah, we watched Cars 3, guys. I'm sure you probably wanted us to do that. All right. Uh, if, if we said anything that you want <laughs> to correct, please let us know. Please email us. Please message us on anything you can find us on. Uh, please uh, rate. Please comment. Please subscribe. Whatever you can do. Please make sure to do that. Anything else, Lucas? Uh, just that you can specifically find us, Twitter, at the Kachat, And our email is thekachat at gmail.com. And thanks so much for listening. That's a cool thing you did. You didn't have to, but you did anyway. So uh, I guess uh, I've been Lucas Southworth. I've been John Bishop. And until next time, don't forget to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. Tiny.